0: Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com.
1: Log Radio. Good evening, everyone. If you're a prepper, you're in the right place at the right time. This is the Prepping Academy, skirting the globe through miles of fiber optic cable at nearly the speed of light directly to you, with your hosts, Forrest and Kyle. Coming to you from the Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina, the information you get from the show could save your life. Whether you're a veteran, beginning prepper, or just curious there is something here meant for you
2: hey guys we are here welcome to the show I have tenderfoot across from me and we're just getting back right. from prepper camp and hope everybody's doing okay we're kind of doing a new format tonight so um, we're trying it out
1: I got lost
2: you got lost on the way here yeah we' at prepper camp? camp oh what did you?
1: Yeah. How yeah. how is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: you're just now getting home from Pepper Camp? <laughs> because I know you live like on the I guess the north side of me, northeast, and you went on, you told me you were on a road that I know it's southwest. Right. I was coming from a different
1: location. Just to get in my house. Location.
2: Undisclosed. Okay. <laughs> uh, you do you you think you're being followed, huh? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So, um, oh my goodness! I got to turn my sounds down everywhere. Everything's going crazy. So, um, um, anyway, um, we're going to talk a little bit about prepper camp and what happened, and some of the things we learned, and and then we'll also um, talk about CPN, our CPN annual meeting, and how that went. Um, and we're going to talk about your driving skills. <laughs> your oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, can you? I mean, just you don't have Siri. You got an Android. Maybe that's the problem.
1: That's
2: it. Yeah, Siri tells me exactly
1: where to go, and I get there. No, but I like that I can use the SD card in those. Oh, yeah, I do like that. That that came in handy. But when we I was overseas. I won't say, but yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay
2: but but you had a problem with zillow just a second ago Zillow. yeah because and there's some settings you got wrong i think it's you got the the wi-fi only
0: okay settings.
1: i didn't i did not realize that mm-hmm. i didn't know that you could use it outside of wi-fi yeah. and
2: 3g yeah i think so, oh yeah you that can. was the
1: issue
2: i was having yeah yeah so um anyway pepper camp was in saluda north carolina jane and rick austin it's um What's his name? Is it just Rick Austin yeah. and Survivor Jane? Yes. That's, yeah. And so they put it on every year. This was the fourth year. You've been there two years? Two years now. Yeah. I've been there all four years, and it went pretty good. So, um, so, I guess, and again, if you got questions in the chat room, um, or you can call in, and I'll give you that number if you want to call in. It's 773 773- 8976511 Call in, maybe give us a question um, or have a comment. Now I'm not sure I know how to do this, but I'll figure it out.
1: <laughs> this is
2: the first time we've done we've actually published our own. Usually our producer does it all. G-Man. He's not here. It's me. That's it. That's scary, isn't it? it is. It's going to going it's not going to go so well. So tell me um, one interesting thing about you is not only you, did you go, you took your wife. Yes. And your wife's parents. That's correct. That is interesting. Yes. I mean, I didn't see anyone else there with parents there.
1: You yeah. know what I mean?
2: Right. And so that you must have some like-minded people there.
1: I do, and I've, I've had a good relationship with them um, uh, since I've known them. Uh-huh. And uh, still do, and, uh, and so, yeah, we're sitting down, and, and, and through this, is uh, we can even come up with some uh, better planning and ideas, and that's what we're, we're going to do. And we also uh, are actively doing things as well, so we're going to go get lost in the woods. And... <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> you, you make that
2: sound like that's going to be a, a task. You drove just driving over here. Wait, wait, wait! You drove over here with Google Maps helping you, and you got lost. Yes. No, <laughs> no
1: I did not. I did not. I ignored Google Maps and said, "I'm going to go my way" because I thought the road was still closed. Yeah.
2: That road is still is closed. Is it? Yeah. So you coming see, this way is
1: total. Oh, yeah, they just. Dude, it's a government cover up. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Forrest will not let you to his house. No. He, it's all his, his yeah. songs. Every road leads
2: to a circle. That's it. So, I, you know, and one morning, and I I, yeah, I hope you don't, you don't, you're not going to mind if I share this. Yeah. I'm sitting in bed. Um, everyone's awake. I went back and laid down, and I heard your family talking about some planning. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, that's the coolest thing ever. Yes. I mean, I didn't hear all the details about where you're going to hide the, the gun. No. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't anything like that. It was just like, hey, the, your, your father-in-law said, hey, you know, we need to do this to our bug out bags. And, you know, I work here. I mean, that, I mean, I don't know. In my family, the only people I talk about prepping is my kids, and I make them listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sit in the corner and listen. Yeah.
1: So. And then we were texting while we were talking, which you didn't see. We were texting how we were going to take you over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was well, that,
2: <laughs> that would be easy. No, that would be easy. I'm joking. So, um, so
1: how many – I mean, there were like
2: eight classes every hour or something?
1: Yeah, I liked how they did the arrangement. Maybe not everybody's like this, but mm-hmm. for me, um, I because we had uh, the one – Basically, it was repeated each day. Right, the same that class, helped, the same times, three days in a row. Yes, that helped me not get all stressed out. Like, oh man, I wanted to go to that class, but it's happening at the same time as this one. Or, right, and then that was the only time it was going to be offered. Right. Um, for me, I like that. Yeah, I I did notice that you didn't take my class. I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, okay. I just did, did, uh, spy two. Did not do one. Okay. Amber went to to one because um, you did that one. Right. Uh, before. So okay. Okay. I wanted know yeah. more important names on the yeah yeah
2: <laughs> so what classes or what some of the classes you took and you liked and what some of them you didn't like
1: your classes were awesome oh. they really are
2: no seriously
1: <laughs> stop saying yeah. that um uh, well I mean I do I do like that 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 structure for me that has adD <laughs> right it, it had a focus um, but you had several things going on and they were very practical You could use are you of, talking about my class your class oh. oh so so I don't know if anyone's giving you because I know no one. Well, nice uh, you, people so.
2: commented on it, and so my class was—we <laughs> called it Spycraft One, Spycraft right. Two—and I came up with like it was like what is it fifty minutes I have or something, and every four minutes I'm going to something new, showing people. Yeah. Um, and um, you know, just some good ideas. I'd to cover software-defined radio. Yeah. Um, all kinds of things.
1: Well, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't want to go on a tangent here or anything, but I was listening, uh I guess something happened in oh, somebody correct me. I, I uh yeah, it was in Cuba at the embassy. Okay. With the very first thing you opened um the second one with was that sonic
2: deal. Yeah, the so, yeah. Well there was so, one that would make you sick, nauseous, and the other one's just a sonic that would just
1: Well that that's what's going on in Cuba at the embassy. They were having some kind of sonic I'm not going to say warfare because that sounds so
2: uh-huh.
1: you know huge or whatever. But anyway, there were some issues with that, and so people were throwing up and and all of that, all of that that you described. And I was thinking to myself, where's forced that? Oh really? <laughs> no, I'm joking. But no, that was really happening today. If you go look in the news, uh, um, and check out the Cuba, you know, or, or the U.S. embassy there in Cuba. Um, huh, I, think, were. I, think, I think it was at the embassy. Okay. Um, someone can correct me with that, but it was definitely U.S. citizens that were – this This was happening.
2: Sweet, sweet. Um, but You know how to get out of that, don't you?
1: How hey, you get out of your Run. <laughs> <laughs> Run. <Did> close,
2: <laughs> close your ears. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, with earplugs. That's right. Yeah,
1: someone yeah. asked that question, I think.
2: Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that would do it. But, I mean, but how – I mean – you can't function with your fingers and ears. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, earplugs should now work. Now, see, yeah.
1: I, I also do media and stuff, so I always have earplugs on me. Hmm. So
2: why, just in case you turn the volume up too loud? That's right. Don't you turn the? I mean, don't you control the volume? I can. So why it. then do you carry earplugs? That makes no <laughs> sense whatsoever. <laughs>
1: No, I don't use them when I'm when I'm doing mixing and stuff like that. But okay. I do I do have them for just when you DJ. <laughs> <that's it. laughs> like what? <laughs> what? Like, I can't hear you. Yeah. Navy ruined my hearing. Um, but no, some of the other what were you gonna say?
2: No, okay. I was still waiting for your favorite class or a good class. Yeah,
1: good class. Uh, I love the aquaponics. Okay. Um, that really gave me. Uh, you know, I, you know, I like the homesteading stuff and everything like that. But I think it's something very practical, something that you can use, um, and uh, with little money, something you can build and create.
2: Did he build them out of um, water totes? Uh,
1: he had different things. He showed, uh-huh. he showed different all okay. kinds of different ways that he he did it. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so, and he, I went and talked to him as well, at, um, on, on the side and. That about. is a cool thing
2: about Pepper Camp. You get yeah. to talk and hang out with all the teachers.
1: Right. And, mm-hmm. and so we went in depth and talked about, you know, how to do it in a natural uh, setting as well.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but
1: the, then the things that you have to walk, watch out for for any kind of uh, anything else may be in the order that you can't control. Right. Uh huh. Keep talking. So, I'm just trying yeah. to get the chat room, <laughs> making sure that someone's listening. I'm still not allowed to watch, look at the chat room. <laughs> yeah, you, you, when
2: you look, you stop talking. I do. <laughs> so that's why you're not allowed to look at it. You're,
1: I'm reading. It uh, again, I uh, can uh, can read it. To I know. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> it's experience, you know. You're no. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, that was that was a good one. Uh, oh man. Um, I don't
2: know if you kind of caught me. So I let me ask a question. What fish was he? Did he have in his aquaponics system? Is it t- tilapia?
1: Uh, he could do different ones. Uh, I think catfish um, uh, there there was all different ones he could do. He could okay. do freshwater shrimp and 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 everything and so he would rotate them depending on the season. but he could also put that in the greenhouse and then you have more control uh-huh. um, and then he also talked about the plants that you can grow, the plants that you can't grow. Um, but what would you do in that in that case? so if you wanted to grow potatoes, well you can take the was it called compost gold, compost tea, or whatever? You can take that and put in your, you know, like on the potatoes and everything like that. When
2: you When you say that, you mean fish
1: poop. It is. <laughs> I mean, why corn they corn got corn this nice name for it? You know, it's fish poop. Yeah, um, but that you know, people a lot of people spend a lot of money for that.
2: Yeah. That's, that's, because tilapia is not one of my favorite fishes. Yeah. But if you could do, I mean, if you can do other fish, I mean in a grid down, you're not going to care what kind of fish it is. I mean, fish is fish and you're, you're going to eat it.
1: I mean, I like the idea,
2: but you do have to have power though. Don't you,
1: you know, that you do. I didn't get to go end up there and me and my father-in-law were talking about that. Um, and because, uh, he he also has chickens and he used to raise rabbits and stuff, which you would.
2: Yep. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: so, uh, we, we were talking about, okay, how can we create a natural pump and stuff? So not only do you go to these classes, but you need to ask the right questions. Okay. Okay? So I also went to the solar, solar guy, plain uh-huh. English and everything like that. And if you your generator, it, 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 there were several classes, they talked about this, right? Your generator is not really a long-term prep because you're going to run out of gas gas unless you're in
2: West Virginia and you have a natural gas well below you
1: or you create a gasifier and you have to convert and yeah I don't like
2: gasifier well I guess you can get them to the point that that it doesn't smoke right because I don't like signals
1: yeah and you well you know and and that's the that's the point is is to go from one question to the next what can I do how can I do it differently but if I don't have power, I don't have electricity, I can, you know, even blacksmithing. Now I saw, okay, well, some of these uh, blowers require electricity, but then they had a hand crank one. Right, yep. Okay, good. You, you answered my question with that.
2: So I guess you could put solar on there on um, the um, and run the little pumps for the fish?
1: Right, but I think I'm not an expert in this, guys. Okay. Um, uh, but with the solar, you only got a limited amount of time that you could use it not just because when the sun's up, but I'm talking about however much power is stored, mm-hmm. and then that goes out. So your inverter, so you have. Oh, you're talking about over time, it's going to wear down, break down, right? And, and then <clears> even guys <throat> who do have fully solar, my understanding is they also have to have a generator. So they run the generator, um, you know, at one part of the day or night or whatever, hmm. you know, somewhere along the line they're going to eventually have to run that generator. Then go to the solar generator solar generator. Well, solar. I guess it would depend on how much. Power your solar creates. I guess I mean if you've got military sized solar panels and the whole solar farm, I guess you're fine. I don't I don't
2: know. I don't know either. No. But um, but I mean, do you really need aquaponics after after a year or two in a grid down? I mean, at some point you're going to go. I mean, you would think it would get stable that you could take your fish and and put them in a pond or something. You know what I mean? You can,
1: you can do multiple. You can. And he talks about that. Yeah. Okay. You, could, um, you know, when you go to, if you've ever gone to... Because uh,
2: aquaponics to me is you're hiding your food source system and you can protect it easier than you can a, a big old pond or something. Well,
1: it's, it's you're controlling, you're controlling it too. Okay. How right. It is. You don't mm. have to worry about some kind of E. coli or right. something right. in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just a control environment altogether. But... When you go to a trout farm, that's essentially what that is. It's a huge Uh aquaponics machine, man. And you just go out there. So, yeah, you could have your own pond and stuff. But the thing is, it's putting the, the, just like the power of fire and creating the will into your hands. And you can do that with what God created. Okay. And you're able to say, okay, I can do this here or here or here. I, I, I think there's multiple ways. But you could definitely it would come in handy. And you could use it. That's okay. So I mean, I had all these conversations. So
2: that. is aquaponics more? I mean, it's like a dual system. You're you're you got fish that is a food source,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then that then in turns um, help fertilize your plants. Hey, let's take a quick break.
3: Has your data been hacked? Do you feel uneasy about the vulnerability of your personal information online? Were you involved in the target, LinkedIn, or Microsoft data leaks? Don't know? If not, then pay attention. Join Forrest Garvin from PrepperNet for a free webinar on privacy and security. Gain insights into safe internet browsing, VPNs, crafting online aliases, secure emails, detecting if your data has been hacked, and managing passwords. Secure your spot today for this webinar on privacy and security. It's free. This webinar delves into comprehensive strategies for bolstering your online privacy. We've got you covered, from fortifying your passwords to shielding your financial information and mastering state-of-the-art encryption techniques. We're offering two convenient dates to suit your schedule. Reserve your spot now at preppernet.com privacy. Don't let cyber threats erode your peace of mind any longer. Take the first step toward a safer, more secure online experience by joining us for our free webinar. Remember, knowledge is power when it comes to safeguarding your privacy. Sign up now at preppernet.com privacy. We'll see you there.
1: Well, yeah, you've got plants, you've got worms. Worms? Yeah. Okay. You, you put worms in there, and so now you can you can use the worms, right? And so, okay. and you've, you've talked to us. Right, mm-hmm. We cannot rely on, I'm going to go hunting,
2: mm-hmm. um, i right. to go
1: hunt, I'm going to go and fish and get all the food, because everybody else is going to be doing that. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, so, this is a sustainable thing to do, and to be able to put back in, you put back into the environment, you can put back in.
2: Um, so, in this, I mean, I don't, it's like a, you know, a barrel where your fish are, It's like fishing in a barrel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, do they have the babies, all that is automatic kind of thing that happens in there and there's no
1: maintenance on that or? Right. He said there's very low maintenance. Now, I, I didn't go into uh, all the details about. No, he did. He did talk about reproduction and stuff. But um, uh, I mean, it's not
2: like rabbits. Rabbits, you actually have to physically be involved in the process.
1: Right here. I, it, it's just like all you're giving them exactly what they want, mm-hmm. you know? And so they're happy fish and, <laughs> until and, and, you eat them. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he called he called aquaponics the uh, what's the the really high quality beef, colby beef. Yeah, it okay. It? Am I saying it right? Mm. He said that Angus. Space. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Angus <laughs> for us here in North Carolina, yeah. Angus Barn. Yeah, right. that's right. Um, so there's a plug for it. Uh, burger, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, you have uh, – it's basically the Colby meat, I believe, guys, uh-huh. correct me or whatever in the chat room, but of of fish, you know, by by doing aquaponics. You're gotcha. so giving them exactly what they want. And so every, yeah. when
2: you said it was cheap, though, what is cheap?
1: Um, Well, I don't know the exact – Okay. Exact layout. costs. the right – you can build this stuff, you know, with pipes mm-hmm. and, and, and everything. And, and
2: price – Plastic pipes. Is well, cheap. I, to, I actually saw one on sale on Craigslist, or someone sent me a a message. I don't, and they, they made it out of the water totes.
1: Yeah. Well, I've got up in my my attic. You don't um, put this in your attic? Yeah. No. Um, I have a a fish tank that I've not used. It's, it's um, pretty pretty big. You know, mm-hmm. People can't see your desk here, but it's probably about as big as this this desk. So
2: you could swim in it.
1: You you no. I, I, Well, yeah. I mean. His, I could curl up in, in, inside. It.
2: That's a that I'm really not trying to picture that at did, all.
1: <laughs> I, I so bad. Right? Why did I go there? <laughs> but I could. Um, it's it's big enough, and and so that's probably your biggest cost, I guess, if you had that, if you wanted to.
2: I've uh, never been to an aquaponics class. I just never have because I've never seen myself doing that. But now, as we're talking about, it, I'm like, we like fish. I love fish. Grilled fish. Well, you know, it's the plants. I really, you know, I moved. Yes. I and mean, everyone on the show listens to us. You know, I was moving, trying to get a farm and I got in a, central, in a sense, exactly what I had before. I am I don't have room for a garden in my backyard.
1: Yeah.
2: I've got two acres of woods. So it costs thousands to clear that off. So maybe an aquaponic system. Do people put it on their deck and do it on there, or how they? I mean, you know.
1: Yeah, you can do it in in different locations. Does it have
2: to be sheltered too, like a roof?
1: Um, you know, he, he showed some pictures. Uh, I guess I was a bad student. So I'm asking
2: you questions, assuming you're a genius because you
1: took one class. <laughs> well, no, they, yeah, right. They he he did show some pictures where there was some outside, right? Uh-huh. I would I would think you would want some kind of. Control, I I think you're okay with the water coming in because it's going to, because of the cycle process, it's going to level out. When you use city water, that's when you're going to have to do some things before you introduce the efficiency. Okay.
2: Okay.
1: So, we, we talked about, on the side, like you said, it's a great thing you can do. We talked about, okay, let's say if I wanted to use a natural stream coming in, because I was trying to think of ideas for creating a natural pump and everything. So I mean, he said you want to use the purest water sources you can in that case because then you're going to probably introduce some things you don't want to introduce, so you have to mm-hmm. be careful. But he said, uh, man, and he went off and he was like, telling some cool ideas where this water could come in, feed, right, and then it comes out. It's going to be all more pure, and it can go back into the stream, and you're helping. So You um,
2: know, our city leader, Eric, up in Greensboro, is, does aquaponics.
1: Oh, yes, that's right.
2: Um, I think his system's down now. But maybe maybe we'll get, I'll get up with him. Yeah. So okay, we got way off track there. We're Sorry. talking about I know it was me. I was asking questions. I yeah. would I mean, I just never even really looked at it. I do rabbits. Right. And they hop around and you and grab their so. little neck and you eat them.
1: Yeah. I do whatever Bruce does.
2: That's what I. Do. Bruce. Bruce. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: he does bees. Do
1: you bees? Uh, no, but I have uh, two close friends mm-hmm. that do it. And honestly, I don't need
2: to. That's what they tell me. You don't yeah. need to. You yeah. got us. And yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. Let me write that down. You have two friends. Well, I've learned
1: from. Them. <laughs> I'll go over and I, I will. I'll pick up some pointers. Uh, mm-hmm. You know from them. But now,
2: I was amazed you had two friends. That's all. Oh, yeah. Saying.
1: Yeah.
2: Thanks. <laughs> okay. What was another class you like? Okay. Let me go. A class yeah, 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 I yeah. liked. Um. Well, everyone at prepper camp was talking about the sausage cutting lady. Yeah, I didn't go to that class though, but I had to bring it up.
1: Yeah, I went for that.
2: Apparently, she was a good-looking lady that had like a only like a like a bib on, and she was cutting and making the sausage. And all the guys, some of the guys, took that three days in a row. (laughs) 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 I didn't take that class, but. mm, I'm just saying, you guys know who you are, and their friend. I mean, they know who they are. They took it more than one day because <laughs> they must have missed something the first day and the second day. <laughs> you so
1: oh, I was not expecting. Yeah, I know, all, all I know, that one. I know. <laughs> um, I was with my lovely wife.
2: Uh huh. Yeah, so I, so I didn't go to that, but um, you know, I stepped into Sam Copler's class. He's been on our show. You know, he's always got some some interesting he, – he does intel, intel yeah. gathering. Yeah, I
1: love his stuff, yeah.
2: Um, I love it, but I always sit there and try to imagine – I mean, a lot of his solution or his um, – the way to go about it, it takes a lot of people. And, and I guess that's the one thing that bothers me is that, I mean, if you have – I mean, you can't – you can't take nine people and use for intel gathering on a retreat. That's that's a lot of resources just for intel gathering. But anyway, so I stepped in his. That was always interesting. Alan Kay didn't show up. He sent his little protege guy. Um, Alan was on the show too. But his little guy was good. Did you go to his class, primitives class?
1: I could not not go to his class. I was in the uh... – <laughs> Blacksmithing. Okay. This class was just next door. Uh huh. And I heard everything. He was oh, saying. So do- I kind of just turned and looked. And I was listening to this here. You know, I went to a blacksmith
2: Vicom- last year and I'm like, you
1: know. Well, this was a different This one was the principals. And so it was more class. Oh,
2: it was. It wasn't actually. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. And all of these guys are pros at what they did, yep. experts. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to have to go get a book or something. But I did. He did give good information. Like, look. Go find these books. You can find them online. You can download them all for free because blacksmithing essentially has not changed. So I can teach a class and say, hey, I'm going to teach about X. <laughs>
2: Tell you what, just on YouTube and get some books and we're all good here. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But um, so, your turn. What's another great class you took?
1: Uh, well, let me, yeah, okay, go yeah. ahead, no, go ahead No, I was going to get a look through stuff,
2: go ahead okay. Well, I was going to say the format is three three days of classes You pick your classes like a, like you're in college And each day you can go to a different class And then at night, um you know, we had a night meeting on Friday night with the CPN And then on Saturday night we were supposed to have Wim Fortune But apparently he hurt his back And it didn't go well it just yeah. didn't i mean i don't wanna just I don't want to hide behind the fact because they they started talking politics and literally I went back to the c p n camp area, and we had more people there than what that stayed for the politics, yeah, that was discouraging but um and I also have some good ideas for maybe next year but um but that's kind of the format. It's a thousand people going to Saluda, just hanging out, going to classes, and my my favorite part is just chilling and meeting other people. Yes, that was some of the best.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I really and <coughs> love being outdoors anytime I can, and yeah, and exactly that, just hanging around the fire, talking about things, going from one fire to the next. And I like what someone said. Instead of, uh, I guess you know how they got a bark crawl or whatever. It's a uh, um, oh what did how did they say it I guess fire pit crawl or something like that that was just yeah to crawl from fire pit no I'm, kidding. Just I'm just kidding, kidding. Yeah, I like, know it was just it was a really cool yeah cool concept or whatever went to it, do that next I mean there time. was a there's a it ton, a ton of people there yeah it was
2: <laughs> you know some people I noticed a lot of people didn't even go to classes they just went for the networking
1: yeah
2: it was it's um, so what's another
1: class you like um, you found one yet on your little yeah. Chinese little book there well. The cold smoking sounded sounded interesting to me, right? Because I like old skills. Bushcraft. Was that the same lady did the sausage? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. That was um, McIntyre. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and I also went to this hammock hammock making class. I I like using a hammock when I go camping and stuff. And uh, I really I went to that class thinking the hammock one, thinking oh man I'm gonna learn how to take some sticks and leaves and make a hammock. What was
2: it? How to not yeah, get cold and how to tie it we up? We talk
1: about that. But your you know, buying yes. your material and make a hammock and, and everything, which was great. Yeah. Which was great. Um, it was very educational, and I was like, man, I love that idea too. But uh, I've, I've slept on all different types of hammocks. Being in Brazil, we call them hedgies in Brazil. And um, and so uh, that was just a lot of good information. Um, but yeah, so I enjoyed that But his cold smoking. uh that's interesting because you can't find anything about that. And he is just so interesting to listen to. So how do you cold smoke,
2: like fish and meat and things like that? Oh,
1: no, now I'm going (laughs) to Oh, brother, okay. (laughs) Briefly. (laughs) So basically, uh, let me just put it very, okay, um, layman's terms. I'm not going to go into all the details, but uh, essentially you can do uh, brine, uh, salt rub, and then uh, what. I guess like a country cured or whatever when you're using the salt in the box. Um, And so anyway, it's basically you're applying salt, and that's what's going to... um, uh, Preserve it? Yeah, preserve it. Mm -hmm. um, Kill anything, you you know. Then you're going to hang it to a a certain area where the smoke's going to come up, and that's where it's cold smoke because the smoke has become cold from that. So let's say if you're in a tobacco barn... You got it way up. You got the the fire in the middle. of a tobacco farm. You got all your meat hanging, and it's already been salted. And the longer you do it, the longer the salt process, the longer the smoking, the better. Basically, it's all for packaging. Okay. So now I can take that meat and I can go on the Appalachian Trail. All right.
2: Does it make it like a jerky? Is it dry it out like that?
1: Yeah. Like I could cut. Um, I. I. I it would probably be wrong. I don't want to say yes it does because that's dehydrating. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can take that and I can cut that meat and not worry about anything, you know, infecting that now. Okay. And then I can cook and take it, you know, take it with me. It's just a. It's a
2: Are you an expert at that now?
1: Packaging. No, I'm not. And and he's actually going to write something about it um, because you can't find anything about it.
2: Really, there's just little blurs. Well, you know that oh, I forgot the show. It may be live free or die.
1: Yeah.
2: That one guy in the swamps of like Florida.
1: Yeah. Colbert.
2: Yeah. I think he did that. Didn't he? With some meat. He had salt on it. And I think he smoked it. Maybe he just hung it up.
1: Yeah. I think he did, but it's, it's, it's not, you don't do it in just one day. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, um, well, like even going to that class, the lady you're talking about, I can't even say that word. Sausage. The (laughs) curing class. Okay. How she even explained, like in her book, and for those who didn't go to that, if you did buy the butchering book, I think she originally said 14 days. Now she doesn't adhere to the 14 day thing or whatever. It's like less. But there is a period of time that you at least need Mm -hmm. um, to be in the safety zone and then move to uh, whatever you're going to do next. Right. You're going to cold smoke it or whatever. But he's going he's gonna to do a book on it and have more information. But, yeah, there, there was also one I saw. You talking about that, um, the Live Free or Die. Um, the guy took the stuff, and he, he took, like, the deer meat or whatever meat he had, and it made these little sticks. Made like oh, yeah, and he smoked it. He, well, I don't even remember him doing smoking. I think he just sat it in the sun. Sun, oh, and it dried? Right. And, and so I don't Maybe, know. Maybe, I don't know. that safe? I don't know. I don't know.
2: I oh, don't know. That's that's the area I, I just don't know. And
1: that's why I go to these classes. Mhm. Just so I have some kind of working knowledge. Not that I'm an expert, mm-hmm. and not that I have necessarily that skill. I want both. I want skill and knowledge, so I know if someone comes into um, my bug out location or whatever, or I come across someone, do they really know what they're talking about? Right. Or they just feed me a bunch of stuff. I, I just want to kill my family. I just want a
2: Costco card. There you
1: go. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, mm-hmm. you know, knowledge is power. You want to know that someone's not just giving you a bunch of bull. Right. they really know what they're talking about. And I think when you have just enough knowledge and you go to places like this and you, you go to um, the uh, – we, we meet, um, what, once a month? You know, and we go through that stuff and we may meet more than that. Yeah. When you sit through these classes and learn from people that you know because you know them. Right. That they're experts. Now I can take that. And, and be assured that I can be a better leader.
2: Like elemental yes. in her classes.
1: Definitely.
2: And the lady knows what she's talking about. She needs to teach at prepper camp. She does. I mean, she's the the smartest person there. She's fabulous. But anyway. Yeah. And she's caring. <clears throat> yes. She cares. Oh, she's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. And so at prepper camp, during the day, we go to all these meetings. I mean, every single – like hour and 15 or hour, I mean, 30 minutes. There's another class starting. Then they have vendor row. You can walk down there and meet some of the vendors. Some of the vendors speak. Some of them don't speak. I mean, I would say that of the people teaching classes, maybe eight, ten, maybe twelve actually had a, um, you know, vendor spot selling their products, which is fine. I never have a problem with that because, you know, they come on their own dime, Hey, I told you not to look at chats.
1: Sorry. <laughs> I'm not talking. Okay, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> they come on their
2: own dime. Yeah, they come on their own dime. And a lot of people don't like the idea they sell a product during their discussion. I have no problem with that. I just don't. I don't have a product. But I in but I always seem to um I have a tent, and mine is just about getting people together. The right. CP, you know, that we're that's the uh Carolina Preppers Network. Um So, um, and then at night, on Friday night, we had the CPN annual meeting.
1: Man, that was, that was very well attended. That was awesome.
2: That was amazing. I was, I didn't really know how many people were there until I saw some photos. Yeah. I guess I'm so tonal focused when I was up there speaking, I didn't pay attention to people outside the tent and chairs. Right. So, and what we did is, um, I kind of gave a history of um, CPN, how it got created, um, how I got, you know, motivated to create CPN, Carolina Preppers Network, and then I recognized all the, uh, oh, then I recognized all our city leaders, yeah, and they got out and spoke, and I thought, I mean, I thought it went great. I mean, not that because I was doing it, I just thought. I got some great feedback from it. And it was short, quick, sweet. And we had a ton of people.
1: We did.
2: And um, which was, I don't know, it was very encouraging.
1: Look, and it just goes to show you how, well, in just a short amount of time, how much it's grown. Mm -hmm. And it's grown with uh, people that also have skills. And not only are they teachable, they're there to learn, but they they can also um, give yeah, and you everyone you met had they
2: they have skills, and they told you you know, you would ask them you know what they do, and you know, you know and it was amazing the skill sets that were there. I mean it was like that was probably one of the safest places in America this weekend too, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, if the grid went down. And we couldn't get home. I mean, dude, we would be just, I mean, I wouldn't, I would feel very comfortable. Except my family. Yeah. Yeah. Forget that. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: had my family with me. Um, so Except I, your kids. No, I didn't have my kids. Mm-hmm. They were in an location.
2: Yep. <laughs> so then on Saturday night, before the keynote was supposed to be there, we had a potluck dinner. And we had a ton of people just bringing food. Dude. Um, it was awesome.
1: Yeah,
2: it was just all. Awesome. It was a good night. It was a good. Um, I think I kept the whole camp up on Saturday night talking till about two in the morning.
1: It was close, close to you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> listen,
2: Mister Snore.
1: <laughs> I'm my own earplugs. I know For next me.
2: year. I, you know, I saved you a spot this year. Next year, I ain't going to save you a spot as well. It's just not going to be as close. <laughs> oh, man but um, so you left on Sunday, did you go to any classes on sunday
1: uh no, um end up not going going to classes um on sunday we 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 headed back and uh pretty early um just because of the family things, so
2: yeah yeah well um, and so we had our meeting. On Friday night, we had the potluck dinner on Saturday night, and after the keynote and that little issue of him not showing up, I mean, he hurt his back, so I mean, I mean, it wasn't his fault. It was just, I guess, how it was handled after that. Everyone was by the campfire, and we had some of the best discussion ever. And um, I tried to lead the discussion, but so what we what happened from that is. Um, overwhelmingly everyone wanted to do our own cpn gathering um so a committee was formed and we're going to try to do it in the spring and people want hands-on i mean they want to go in the woods get the wood learn how to make the wood into like a bow drill and then start a fire yes they want hands-on they want they want to go to a class where everyone brings their belfeng radio And and they're following directions, learning actually how to use it. That was the big common denominator: hands-on, hands-on, hands-on. Now, Prepper Camp is probably the most hands-on camp like that in the United States. It is actually like the largest. What they say it was the largest outdoor prepping convention in the United States. Yeah, I mean, it's a thousand people. I don't know. That's what he said. Have you been to others? Nope. I've been to like ones that take oh, place Melbourne, and, yeah. you, know, you know, yeah. But, um, so, so what we're going to try to do in the spring is, you know, go to a park and, and we're not going to have tents. I and mean, if it rains, it, it rains. I mean, this we're is going
1: to Carolyn's park, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. the water park. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And we're going to learn how we're going to we're going to identify teachers within the Carolina Preppers network that um, that can that are experts. We got so many experts, and they're going to they're going to teach a class, and you're going to sign up for a class. And if it's making bread using like a Dutch oven over a fire, you're going to actually make the bread and the dough, and then we're going to cook
1: it. I've got a great class.
2: Oh, great.
1: Well. I'll I'll start it texting
2: while driving, right? Well, (laughs) I'm
1: gonna it first. The first class will be flashlight etiquette because people do not know. Oh my word! Are you serious?
2: (laughs) Oh, okay. We got to talk about this. Okay, (laughs) okay. I'll 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 tell the story. Okay. So last weekend, if y'all remember the last, our last show, my, I had a tree fall down in my driveway. So I, you know, after the show, we're walking out, Travis is going to leave, and I'm like, hey, Travis, help me move this tree. And it was a good-sized tree, but I, I knew we could move it. Didn't know I could move it. but um, So what I did is I put the flashlight in my right hand, and then I put the flashlight on a branch so I could hold the flashlight and, the, and grab the branch at the same time. Then I grab the big base of the tree, I mean the big part of the tree, and I start pulling. And as I'm pulling, I notice you weren't helping at all. <laughs> and I pulled the entire tree by myself out of my driveway to the side. And I'm like, dude, you were supposed to be helping
1: but I couldn't
2: see <laughs> <laughs> But apparently as I'm holding the flashlight On the limb And I'm try- and I'm looking at him He's like trying to use the force You know you got your hands up Like trying to touch the tree I didn't realize my flashlight Which was very bright I mean I, I think it was yeah, like it is a, a, bright a thousand lumina or something like that I'm holding the flashlight right in your eyes And I'm pulling the tree And you never could see the tree To even touch to move You
1: did a great job <laughs>
2: You know, it. I am not gonna walk outside with you tonight because something always screwy happens.
1: Yeah, I got my chainsaw tonight. <laughs> did <so>. you really?
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, flashlight uh, etiquette—that's
1: hilarious, though. But but no, you know, you, you do you do have to have that. And yep. and I was thinking, like, man, night navigation and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Man, doing a class at night. Oh yeah. They don't have that. No, I would I would have gone
2: to that. You know, our, our, there's a guy in um, Greensboro that teaches in the Greensboro group and he's like an ex-military that um, his name is Alan and he is one of the guys that we identified that night to do navigation because we asked him how long would it take to teach nav- you know navigation class? He said two days. And we go, hmm. He goes, I could probably do it a day. And we go, hmm. Four hours. And we're like, yes. I mean, you can't, I mean, because you want to learn something else that weekend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe we have you know three four yeah, hour class you you,
1: you okay. have to it' probably be more you have to do an introduction and then Well, we could do a night class, absolutely, yeah, because I mean, what else can you teach at night,
2: right like yeah
1: fire dancing,
2: ooh <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we're planning on doing. we got a committee, they've already started talking about it, and I'm pretty excited about it, so um what else I mean
1: man well that that in itself is, uh, very exciting. And, and it may, um, you know, those who do have family and that can bring those, uh, even to this, um, I encourage that because I was able to take my family, um, which I'm blessed to be able to do. And then they go to the class, we divide and conquer right and we come back and that's mm-hmm. what we talked about yep. the entire time. And sometimes when I was, uh, over there about the fire pit, I, I got so enthralled by the conversation of what we were talking about, what they had gone to that day. And then you saw me come over to the, the big group. I no,
2: you were not playing nice, just staying with your family. And then you I'm finally, talking.
1: you, you finally
2: mosey over. Yeah. You know what I thought was missing. And I, if the Carolina Preppers network goes back, um, is, and I may leave this because, you know, I, I, work with teenagers. I have for 30 years um, is they need something for teenagers. Why do yeah. these people leave their kids at home? I know there are pains and you know Yeah. But I mean the little kids I understand, I probably I, I, and you know I don't like little kids. <laughs> when my kids, you know, got into high school, I'm like, Oh, hey, my name's Forrest, I'm your father. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, teenagers I thought having some classes just for teenagers, too. Yeah. I think that's missing because I saw kids running around playing. They're playing the lake, riding a bike. I'm like, why aren't we training them? I mean, some of the classes they could go to, I mean, they would like. I mean, um, like the spy class I taught, the kids, all the kids came to that because it's a cool name. Yeah. But what kid wants to go to dehydrating or bread making or sausage making? I mean, who... Who wants to go to that? If, if you're 13 or 16, so it, I don't know. It's just kind of interesting. I thought maybe we could have some more things for kids, but I know Rick and Jane. They they do their best. They do a good job. They're not complaining. Um, oh, somebody in the um, in the chat room, um, Angie says, uh, "Boy Scout teach us. Uh, we could do knot tying for kids, and they can make things. Learn how to build fire. Just you know, I don't know." Just get the, the kids involved.
1: Yeah. And sure another
2: class I want someone to teach is for the elderly and the handicapped. How to manage manage, manage them, ideas for roles that they could play. Because we kind of don't even talk about that. You know what I mean? We don't. Because um, we had a lady um, in the CPN that was in a in a in a wheelchair and her husband's going to take care of her but what's i mean one of the things i teach is is, or tell people hey if you're an elderly person or a physically handicapped person you need to be the smartest person in the group so you have value so i don't know i think that subject is never really touched so no
1: i i think i think that the very great subject and that and it is not touched and and nor is how to uh and I think we talked about this around the campfire too as a big group you know, how how do we get others involved our family and and friends and how do we tell them how do we as you call it come out of the closet <laughs> <laughs> sorry
2: I just started laughing as you're talking and it <laughs> threw through, through you all sorry about that. Because you know where got, the idea came up in my mind, don't you? Don't you remember I got abused restroom? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I came back and I was go, wait a second. <laughs> but keep going. I mean, it's our our message is awful. Yeah. We're is. we're preppers. We're secretive people. We don't want you to know what we're doing.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm starting not even like the name. Like I told you, I didn't know that that's what it was called. I I by. Just by upbringing, right? By necessity mm-hmm. and by training, mm-hmm. that is why I, I prep, and that's why I do that. You know, um, you know, maybe you don't, you don't want to call it homesteader too, because I think we even talked about that. There was somewhere, yep, um, we had that conversation too about the homesteading versus the prepping and, and so forth. And um, you know, I, I don't know, right? But I think it's just educating people properly and stuff. So. And what I, I, I
2: came back to the restroom, and I said, hey, guys, here's the problem. What we're doing, everyone, it's our message is so bad. We're secretive. We meet in these little groups. We don't tell people what we do. We call it prepping. And because of doomsday preppers, it's got such a bad connotation to it. Right. So we can't convert people. We can't talk to people down the street is because probably our message has been drugged through the, the mud. Yeah. So we need to change the message Yeah. to, I'm not, you know, storing a year's worth of food because the great earthquake is going to happen near the volcano. You know, maybe it needs to be more of a pre- preparedness than a prepping message. Um, And a good example of that is, and I'm not tooting my horn, but I moved into a neighborhood that has, I don't know, I I don't know exactly how many houses, but we're all on wells. There's no HOA. We're all on wells. And when the power goes out, no one has water. Because you just can't take a generator and connect it to a 240-volt pump that's in the ground. My house happens to have a transfer switch where well, I can take a generator and s- plug it right into my outlet and my transfer switch and I can run my well. Yeah. So I told my neighbors and and the reason I told my neighbors I'm like, "Hey, I have water. If the power goes out, come." That is a preparedness and um step. And these people go, "Oh, wow." Now they're my friends. Now, we all know if the crap hits the fan, they can come take my generator because I'm not going to be here. Yeah. And that's okay. But it's reaching out to my neighbors because 99.9% of all natural disasters or crap hit the fan, you're going to stay at home.
1: Yeah.
2: Tornadoes, hurricanes, job loss, you know, medical condition.
1: Right. And it goes back to what we were talking about with the traveling and stuff. That's a part of our skills, too, is you don't want to be a jerk, the people skills. And so your mindset and your heart with that and how we I believe we all should be. And that's a part of making better PR, if you will. Right. Is that we should have that. You know, we care about our neighbors and we take care of our neighbors. Um it's not that they're going to freeload, but because we do that, I believe someone said that around the campfire, um, I don't want to name names and stuff, and they were talking about that where, because they did prepare, now their neighbors prepare. Right. Maybe not to the same level or whatever, but they've got some kind of preparedness so they don't have to...
2: Well, my old neighbor never thought about it in his life. Yeah. And and now he won't call himself a prepper, but he does things a prepper does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: and uh, you know you, you see you know I, you know I know people every day um, from my upbringing they're like that and they don't call themselves preppers, right. but they do that right. now do they have a bug out location no.
2: maybe somewhere so <laughs> so another thing i did that i think is good marketing is when the pipeline shut down um, last year to the to the Carolinas we knew there was going to be a gas shortage you remember that? Yes. I posted on my normal Facebook account, not just the little private group that we that we have the Carolina Preppers Network. Hey, friends and family, it might be a smart idea for you to go get some gas because there's going to be a, a shortage coming soon. I got you wouldn't believe how many people go. You know what? I got that. I saw that, and it was 11 o'clock at night, and we went and got some gas. Now people will say, well, that caused the problem. No, my you know, 300 friends in Charlotte went and got gas or whatever. Let's say 20 of them got gas. That didn't cause the problem. No. Other people were thinking the same thing, and then did cause a little gas problem. But they were like, "Yeah, man, I." I and I told them. People asked me, "Did you go get gas?" I'm like, "No, I have some stored." And they're like, "You can store gas. You can't <laughs> store that much gas." And I, you know. Proceeded to tell them, you know, I store 20 ga- gallons worth of gas. That's about all I have. And I told them how to do it. And I know of at least five or six people that did. Yeah. And that's that's the first step.
1: Well, I mean, we saw the need for that last prepper um, camp. camp. And we all went to go leave <laughs> preppers and there was no gas. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're in
2: Saluda. And the pipeline shut down then as well, or it blew up. Oh, so yeah, yeah It right. blew, it yeah, blew up. Poison. And so the preppers were just thinking on their own, kind of going, hmm, maybe I should go get some gas. And then all of a sudden, the thousand people just kind of slowly, no one talking to anyone, went out and got all the gas within like five miles of Saluda. It's probably the only place around because the preppers were like, we need to get some gas. Yeah, um, but they fixed it pretty quickly. They fixed it within days, which did. is amazing. Did. So
1: at least they told us that.
2: So. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: we caused our own problem in Saluda.
1: But you know, going back to the name and the PR and stuff like that. I mean, Boy Scouts. What's the first thing they tell you? You know, be prepared. In the military, we talk about being prepared. Uh-huh. So, I you know I I hate that it's got that bad rep um, and it shouldn't um, because. Don't look at the computer screen. They just <laughs> threw you off right <laughs> there. <laughs> <again>.
2: <laughs> Always weird screaming. Yeah. No.
1: <laughs>
2: Always be prepared.
1: Um, but no, so you, you you do. You you have to be prepared and, and have, uh but I, I yeah, I hate I hate that we do have that PR.
2: Yep. Someone so in the chat room, um Black Cat uh mentions we should have a um like an actor sh- active shooter training at the, uh, our spring fling or whatever we're calling it. Mm-hmm. And I got just the guy to do that. A guy named Ryan Hoover. He's a Cromagot instructor. I took a, a lot of private lessons from him. If we could get him there cause he is the, he is an expert at that. Um, that would be
1: good. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I did that. Um, I was a hospital corpsman in the Navy uh-huh. and we had all different types of scenarios and, um, and that was one that we did. Um, now, you know, of course, mine was <clears throat> based in the field. And we, we also did um, uh, some other, other ones of, uh, what was it, urban training or, or whatever, um, just uh, responding to um, anything from disaster to uh, shooter or, or whatever. And so, um, you know, that was just a good class. And it's stuff that I still, right. still sticks with me. Now, stuff that I need to go back and... You know, uh, freshen up on, um, uh, you know, just like my map, the mapping comp- map and compass, and stuff like that. you can't, you cannot just get right. it and then forget about it. Yep. So I'm totally for that. Yep. So, um, well, what are we going to do next, Sean? Um, I don't know. Y'all have any suggestions out there in chat world? Don't ask them. Oh, okay. Never mind. We'll be talking about Ken and Barbie.
2: Look, it, it already moves as soon as you. I know. Dude, don't be looking at the screen. You can't. I'm gonna have to face the computer totally my way. And and if you need to see something, I'll write it on paper and show you. Oh, okay. yeah. You get memorized watching the screen. Um, well you know, this is my first time producing our own show. Next I next week we'll be back on block I mean on um prepper broadcasting network. So I hope it went well. I hope our sound was well. Um, hey, check out our website. Do you even know where our website is? Do I? Yeah.
1: Yes. Where? It's on uh, that thing that Al Gore created. <laughs> that,
2: that, that box there. Yeah. Preppingacademy.com. Yeah. Preppingacademy.com. I actually had the link there to this show because <clears> it's, <throat> it's in a different place this week. It's still from going to go in the podcast, but if you're listening to it via podcast, go to preppingacademy.com.
1: And it's also at the top of the Facebook, I believe you have. Oh yeah, okay. yep.
2: So um, also, it's on Google Play. Since you have the Droid, I do, I do. Do you even have? Are you a subscriber to the show? I am. Oh, you I are. Okay. Showed you that. okay. 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 It's
1: you and is it. that Google Play? Is that what you use? It is Google Play is uh-huh. what it's called? Yeah, I, and I also have iTunes. I, um, you can you you can get
2: iTunes on a Droid.
1: Not on here. Oh. I have it on. My iPad and the Mac. Oh, yeah. You got an iPad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, sweet. Here it is. I'm pulling it up now. It is. Have you ever listened to our quality? show? Because
2: I, I never listen because I sound terrible. Right now. And I'm, I'm sick.
1: Listening. I'm yeah. sick
2: and it's crazy.
1: Technically, I guess I'm
2: listening now, right? Is that, does that count? Do you yeah. do? Oh, yeah. Do look, you
1: you're you're so, a so, way to go. And so you recently updated. And as soon as you do it, it it things uh you're doing something
2: right. Mm. <laughs> well, guys, we got like two minutes left in the show. So, what's um, what's what's some last words, from trap? Tenderfoot.
1: <laughs> Dude, this is so hard, man. I hate nicknames. Should 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 I go with another name? I don't know. You just asked, you caught me off guard when you asked me, and then I gave you tenderfoot. And I've got like a hundred other names. But. I
2: have no nickname. People call me Garvin. Yeah, because in the military, right, and it's always Garve or Garvin. That's just kind of yeah. been my name.
1: Yeah. Oh, you about to. But anyway, I, I wanted to keep it, you know. I I wanted something that was different, you know, and unique. People remember, and I knew that would be it. Yeah. But uh, my handle on uh, what do you say, Zilo Zilos? What is it called? Zillow. Zillow uh, is Sidewinder.
2: Sidewinder '86. And what does that mean?
1: That refers to that was the squadron I was with. Okay.
2: So, yeah. And I'll just stick with my Garvin. Someone needs to give you a name. That's the that's the thing. Someone, I don't know. Yeah. Well, guys, we'll be back next week with a brand new show, good content, and we will look even better.
1: <laughs> you got that right. <laughs>
2: So, guys, we um, appreciate you listening, and you guys have a great week. Go to preppingacademy.com, preppingacademy.com, and subscribe on iTunes, and we are out of here. Later. Later.
3: Thanks so much for listening to the
1: Prepping Academy with your hosts, Forrest and Kyle, live on Friday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern on the Prepper Broadcast Network at PrepperBroadcasting.com. We'll catch you next time on the Prepping Academy.
0: Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com.